following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Shannon Monday, 11.34. We're a little bit late today. It's my <sighs> fault, but you are looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star Frisco where it's a sunny 73 degrees. It Beautiful. feels like 73. The high is 85. The low Doing is 63. This is the perfect time of year in Texas for about two weeks, and then it'll be 800 <laughs> degrees outside. So... Let's just get right into it. Tar Heels, Tar Heels. Jesse Holly, fresh off the airplane. Tar Heels, Tar Heels. Is that where you were? Yeah, absolutely. So where were you? Philadelphia. Yeah. So they answered your so they so you got in with all the rest of the all Americans. Yeah, answer my ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they answer my ticket request. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But my, yeah. So I got my ticket. Re- you and weren't, you weren't like up at the ceiling. There, no, right? I wasn't. I was like in row. I was like in like row ten. So that was great. <laughs> You figure the, the players' family go in front, so they're about six, seven rows, but deep. So I'm, I'm right in the mix. I mm-hmm. was right. Coach Williams behind you. Uh, he was uh, in the same row as me. Okay, again. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Hansborough. Yeah. You know, guys who won national players. How of the was year. it? How was the atmosphere? I mean, you were playing a really low seed. The expectation was we're going <laughs> to thump the, the crap out of these guys, right? Well, UCLA wasn't. UCLA was a four seed. Yeah. We were eight seed. Yeah. And we beat UCLA. And then you played. And then we played yeah. the, the Mighty Peacocks. <laughs> Don't do that. You can't, you can't make Mighty into a peacock. <laughs> the mighty, you can't so, do that unless it's breed season. Uh, what was fun about <laughs> that? aggressive. Yeah, we breed What was season. fun about it was, of course, if you don't know, St. Peter's is in Jersey City, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So um, you were very oh, familiar with it. Back, huh? back, backyard I was, there. Yeah, I, I got a chance to go back home. But, like, their head coach, Shaheen Holloway, I watched Shaheen Holloway play. He played at the great St. Patrick's, St. Pat's, back when Kevin Boyle was there. That's where Kyrie Irving went to school at, and Charlie Villanueva and a bunch of other guys. Al Harrington went to this school. Wow. And so I remember watching Shaheen Holloway play when I was like an up-and-coming uh, uh, you know, young joker, and then he went to Seton Hall. But it was, it was just great. And people, people – I love my people in New Jersey, but they're so funny because um, their last – St. Uh, Peter's last regular season game at home, they had like 55 people in attendance. <laughs> but wow! But they start making their Cinderella, Cinderella run. Everybody's a fan. Everybody's a fan. <laughs> and then now I'm getting a kickback on. Oh, Jesse, you supposed to be from Jersey? You, how you gonna How you gonna turn your back on your Jersey people? Da, da, da. I said, Whoa, let's stop this right now, people. <laughs> yes, I am Jersey to the core. That's why I'm from, born and raised. But it's 100% about the Tar Heels tonight. They Thank you. Jersey City didn't pay him to go to college and, and give him extracurricular money. Mm. We know UNC did. I cannot confirm or deny it. I tried. I tried. Like, like Will oh, Smith. Oh, man, that was a yeah. Will Smith for them, We'll bro. talk about that later. Yeah. we got to get into that. I mean, the school that, from where you're from, LSU, their coach just got fired for, you know, I went to ULM, oh. but everybody in that state's a – unless LSU you went to Louisiana Tech, everybody in the state's a LSU fan. Yes, they are. But it was right. great. The right. atmosphere was so right. They were LSU geared at ULM games. <laughs> yeah. That's how stupid it is up there. The atmosphere was great. You know, it was 
how do you how do you feel about playing Duke? What do you think? Mm, I, you know, honest big. assessment. I was shocked. Playing good right now. So right? are we? Well, the truth. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. We are. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just. I was shocked to find I asked out. you you were crying, but go ahead on. That we have never played each other in the NCAA tournament. I yeah, saw that on TV. That is crazy. I've, I've, I would have bet money we played somewhere down the line. You before. would just think that UNC, Duke, Kentucky have all Kansas, yeah, all yeah. crossed yeah. paths in the tournament before. Have they ever been in the same Final Four? Just different sides. I'm sure. I would think. I'm so, sure. Yeah. I, I, people say like '91, they had they would have had an opportunity, but one of us lost at that time. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm 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 Dude, geeked. This is a huge. Game. I'm geeked. And um, so you request where y'all playing it this week. In New Orleans. So your request will be filled? That's a big Superdome. <laughs> He's good. I think I'm good. I yeah. think I'm good because – Are you calling in next Monday? Is it in the game on Monday? Yeah, yeah. I won't be here. <laughs> I won't be here. Uh, I mean, we'll if, everything, if everything goes the way it's supposed to go, I won't be here. Yeah. If it oh, doesn't, then you I'll be here, win. but I'll be sad. But I do need to, I do need to make a call out to all my, all my Louisiana hanging with the boy listeners. <laughs> Trailer parks. If, if the trailer parks, <laughs> Jesse needs even, to hook up. Even the ghettos. Will you sleep on a couch, or does it have to be a bedroom? I would prefer a bedroom. Depends on how close it gets to the game. <laughs> and what you, if you got a room yet or not? I mean, yeah, just I drive think, in. Doesn't Hellman's Jess. parents live down there somewhere? Who? Who? David Hellman. David Hellman's? Yeah, they're yeah. in. They're on the West Bank, I think, yeah. in New Orleans. Yeah. All right, let's go. Joe Trahan's family from down there, too. Yeah. White Joe yeah. Trahan yeah. or black Joe Trahan? White. 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 Yeah. Got to ask the question. Which Joe Trahan are we talking about <laughs> yeah. here? Yeah. All right. Oh, but, yeah, if I have any Louisiana people, y'all got an extra bedroom, y'all want to have your boy Jay Holly in there, holler at me, man. So the next game's on Monday, right? Saturday. Saturday. So you Saturday. win Saturday, then play Monday. Play Monday. Yeah. So. yeah. On Friday night, you can watch your doc so everybody can watch it. My what? Your documentary. Is it on Friday? No, I'm just saying you can you know, like play it for them. Oh yeah, yeah, know? we can do play by play. You know, so y'all play Saturday. Yes. You're going to Saturday. Correct. That's in New Orleans. Yes. So you would need a Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night if y'all win. So someone needs to hook you up for three nights. Uh, just two. Just two. Yeah, because we win Monday night, there will be no sleeping. <laughs> you just fly straight on back. Oh, it, no there, sleep. It's it's party it's all night. It's party all night long. Down in the and uh, then we just figure whatever happens street. out in the, in the morning. In the morning. I don't know if that would be awesome or terrible being a sober guy in New Orleans after <laughs> they win that. On I might take a shot. <laughs> I might take a shot. I might I might take a hand grenade. What yeah. do they call them? Hand grenades. Yeah, yeah, those are drinks. I, I might have a hand grenade. Yeah, those if we win a national championship, maybe, so, maybe not. With a hand grenade, yeah. maybe. All right. Well, good luck, man. I hope yeah. I hope y'all win. I don't. I don't, I don't have an interest. Kansas fan. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they lose, and then you could root for Jesse, yeah, right? Well, yeah. for sure. Kansas is probably going to be Villanova. Well, especially since they lost. They lost their best, best players. Yeah. Who are you rooting for, Nate? Man, I'm gonna ride with Jesse. Yeah, me too. Yeah, just ride just, with him well, for the fun screw, of. Screw yeah. you all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't. You didn't play there. Did you even go there? I went there briefly. Yeah. Did you? All right. Well, 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 well you know what, man. This flip? dude for Kansas has done one of his greatest coaching jobs. Because a lot of guys, unlike coach at Duke, who got all these young studs, a lot of these guys got veteran guys. You know, uh, y'all team, uh, Kansas, got veteran kind of guys, you know, that stuck and hung in there through the pandemic, and now it's all coming, you know, coming to, you know, ahead. But, man, I, I'm going to ride with you, Jeff. I appreciate it. Chris, Thank who you. are you riding with? 
Um, I don't know. I want good games. Yeah, Baylor got <laughs> Baylor got <laughs> crushed. Yeah, he, he, he still he hanging around with us. Yeah. He's still I'm looking at his moves. I wouldn't say we got crushed by North Carolina. We almost had the. If the other Brady kid would have got down. hurt, you yeah. knew. If we didn't get, if Brady didn't get ejected and yeah. Caleb didn't foul out when the, when the, all of a sudden yeah. the refs should have got ejected. The calls, Did you see that call? Oh my God. He okay. hit him in the face. <laughs> with hey, the elbow. we got a taker. Oh, brother Will said he's got an extra bed. If you can get him a seat upgrade. Yes, <laughs> oh, brother Will went from trying to sabotage to coming up to the forefront, bro. Wow. Let's talk, bro, Will. All right, there you go, okay, Will. Okay, Will. There Let's you talk, go, bro, buddy. Will. By the way, our good friends at Panini, get 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 eyes on this, Chris. Let me get one. Let me see. one. Not yet. I no, you got to get the other one. Grab the other one. Oh, here. Yeah, here, we're going to do both. You can't have your hands on these yet. Why? Because I don't I'm know not going to take them. <laughs> anyway, our good friends at Panini gave us some boxes of cards that we are going to unpackage on the show. I just got to figure out the best way to do it that makes the viewers engaged rather than just hearing us go <laughs> for five minutes. So we'll be doing that later on in the show. We'll also be talking about what did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> oh, I thought that was so fake last night. The Will Smith, Chris Rock interaction on the Oscars but first let's get into some football talk how do you guys in typical cowboy fashion Jerry spoke today yeah he did speak you want to you want to hit that first I don't know I just want to say it but I don't I just want to say it out loud we can hit that first what did he say this morning Kurt wouldn't not a lot has come out yet writers still kind of working on it Mm -hmm. a couple of points were one that as far as Amari Cooper, they just kind of felt it wasn't worth the money, it sounds like. They mm-hmm. didn't want to wrap that much money in on him. And then uh, uh, that was kind of the main thing, I guess, or some other stuff. But There was those anyway. personal matters that Jerry yeah. said. That's personal. Yeah. He, won't, he won't comment on that. We won't either. No, nope. <laughs> we won't. What Nate, you, why are you sitting <laughs> back? Nate's yeah. out on said, any of that. He said that non-football uh, related. <laughs> Nate's like, nope, out. He said they're, they'll probably, you know, they're looking at a, an offensive lineman high in the draft, but don't be surprised they go for an edge rusher. I don't believe anything anybody says about the draft because you never know if they're like positioning, if they're trying to throw other teams off, if they're telling the truth. Like, I mean, who knows? When your quarterback roll up, roll up off that turf and look up, saying, "Wow." <laughs> You go wish you would have believed yeah. the draft. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they're going to have their choice of guards and that, that Iowa center to at that. I'm not spot, saying so. a first rounder, Jess, Shannon, or Kurt, but two through four. Make sure it's obvious allowable. So let me ask you this question: Two Nate. through four. When you, any time we're dealing in the draft, and, and we've witnessed both sides of right. the 50-50 split in the draft, right? You, you, on one hand, you have. Micah Parsons, right? Mm-hmm. A, a surefire hit, mm-hmm. at least in year one. Right. But then we had the Taco Charltons of the worlds, mm-hmm. where it was a first-round pick and it never panned out. I mean, we, we've had it on both sides of the spectrum. But when it comes to offensive linemen, would you prefer or would you feel that it is better to go sign a guy like J.C. Trotter Right, who's an experienced offensive lineman in the league? You know what you're going to get. There's, there's tape on them. There's, there's history on them. Or, do you take that gamble? Um, and, and again, I, I guess it also kind of puts it like where you're at right now. And I don't think the Cowboys are in a win now mode, just the way that they're they're currently constructed. But or do you or do you take your chances and in going into the draft and saying, 
we're going to roll the dice with one of these other players in the draft and see how that pans out. You know, I, I like the experienced guy. You know, the guy that knows the route. But he's got to be young, man. I, I want me a guy around 27, 28, 29. I don't want no 30, 31, 32. I don't – nah. We got enough of those. That's always wild, like, like when you think about just then normal you years. You think about normal just age years. And it, it's just something when you say, yeah, I want a guy who's 27, 28, 29. Yeah. But if he's 30 – I don't want them. <laughs> you know, and it's like just 365 yeah. days later, it's like all of a sudden. It's like the cutoff. Yeah. You just go downhill with that, you know, with that age. That's just, that's always an interesting thing I look at when, it, and it's, 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 it's rain true, right? When you look at it over the years, like when Joker start hitting that, that 30, yeah. productivity starts to decline significantly. The, the thing, the thing is this right here. And I thought this with Tony Romo, and that's why I feel so bad for him. When you signed him to that first big contract, I think I was the only guy in the state of Texas hollering. You know, my wife almost ran out of the house for six months. They better draft offensive linemen. They better sign them. They better do everything. Because if you give a guy this type of money, you better make sure he's well protected. Well, they didn't do that. And they stumbled around for four years and got this kid beat to death. And then finally somebody said, you know what, let's protect Tony. Let's have a running game. And all of a sudden he gets the injury that does him in and now that. Well, guess what? Now you're in that same situation. And you're going to go let the next two or three years of this kid running for his life. And then somebody's over there going to say, hey, man, let's just let's, let's repentance this offensive line. Then all of a sudden, you may not have another Dak. It may not be a guy that will replace him. Yeah. You better take care. Like all smart teams, you better take care of this horse that you got back there for 40 mil a year. You better. And I'm not saying in the first round. But if you got any scouts of any type uh, grid in them, they're going to they're gonna be standing on the table every round for offensive linemen. Um, uh, you better it, do it. Because if you don't, you're going to pay for it. Is it important that they sign a free agent guard, even a center now, before they go into the draft so they're not totally – you know, have, you know, so they have something there in case the, you know, the, the draft pick doesn't work out. This is where your offensive line has to get with it with the scout, a scout or two, and say, "Hey, man, this is the type of guy we're looking for. This is what we're trying to do. This is what we're trying to accomplish." Is there any middle of the road guys out there that we can feel secure? You know, because what you're looking for is you're not going to find the great uh, Hall of Fame guys out there at this time. You know, they're they're not there. They're gone. But if you got a guy that can fit into your system, know your blocking schemes, then they work together as one, you, you can minimize the damage. That way, if you don't get one in the first round, even the second round, you can find that guy. But what we haven't been able to do for far as backups or guys in free agents is find that guy. So that's up to the scouts and to the offensive line coach, Coach Philman, to go out and make sure he find that tough, hard-nosed guy. They keep hollering Will Hernandez and all of this and da-da-da. Okay, yeah, fine. Eric Flowers, uh, Laurel. No, no. Bernie Tardif. No, he's 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 too emotional. Trey Hopkins is available. Too emotional. Lewis. He he does good for four games, and all of a sudden you get a couple of sacks on him, and all of a sudden he falls. You know, he should have kept the guy that went to Miami. A few guys. Will Hernandez. He came out when he was drafted. He's he's only twenty six. He was supposed to be. He's pretty mean. He's pretty tough. He's physical. He's a nasty guy, and uh. It, but it all it, it, it's all going to come down to if you're trying to throw the ball, this is the bottom line. If you're trying to mix the run in with throwing, 
then you go out and you can probably get that Will Hernandez type of guy, mean guy, guy that you – but if you're talking about throwing this ball 45 times or more a game, you better be loading up in the draft and you better load up in free agency because I don't know nobody in this league unless you got an elite quarterback that's going to throw this ball 45 times and win. Because if you want pass blockers, that's a specialty. Anybody can run block, but pass blocking is a specialty. And if you want offensive linemen to do that, you better be willing to pay for them. Mm. Are you surprised they haven't signed any offensive linemen yet? Nah, because I'm looking at two, two through six. They got to be, I'm telling you, two through six, man, get your offensive linemen. You're going to trust, like Jesse said, you're going to trust these young kids are going to be able to They're gonna have step to. in and play. Didn't you start off the show saying two through four? Two through two through four, two through six. It don't make a difference. That's a big difference. Five and, two through six. Twenty nine and thirty, baby. <laughs> who is five and who is five and six? I mean, you better have some. I'm telling. They the found one, Nate Newton in the sixth round. One thing, one thing, one thing we've never. And I'm talking about Sean Payton. I mean, he's not with the the New Orleans right now, right? So we can talk about him, right? Mm-hmm. He's a free agent. One thing I've never. Technically, ever had not to, a free agent. One thing, I always looked at Sean Payton, and I always looked at uh, uh, the great Bill Parcells and the great Jimmy Johnson. One thing you never, ever had to question was their offense and defensive lines. Think back. Think, have you ever just said, man, Sean Payton, them, whoo, they in trouble. They ain't got no offensive line. Every four years you have to say, oh, man, the cop. They ain't got no offensive line. That's one thing you should never have to worry about is an offensive lineman. I, I wish that I do wish the Cowboys would, would be more proactive when the Cowboys wait till the wheels fall off before they replace them. It seems. You know, when you see other teams like we always say this like like New England, they're always like a year or two ahead of the ahead of the game. They're like, nah, we're gonna release them. And then you'll see somebody go sign them, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I see why y'all released them. Because then they'll fall off in that next year or so. But, like, even, like, with the Tyron situation and, you know, the way that he was beat up and injured every single year, missing multiple games, you would have thought, man, like, let's invest in getting us a, a tackle in here, you know. And, and, and maybe they were saying that Terrence Steele was going to be that swing tackle or whatever it is or play both sides. But I, this new word, and it's beginning to – it's beginning to upset me a little bit. This whole position flex thing, mm-hmm. like that—that—that's starting to just piss me off just a little bit. Because there are certain situations where I don't need—I don't—I don't need him to have to worry about playing guard and playing center, or playing tackle and playing guard. Because when you do that, especially with young players, you don't give them the opportunity to, to get the the valuable reps that they need. Because if I'm, if I'm splitting my reps, that means my technique changes from when I'm a guard and I'm a center. Or if I'm a guard and I'm a tackle. So I'm not, I'm not properly getting those reps and I get it and I understand that you need, you know, sometimes you need to play more positions to kind of stay around and stick around, stuff like that. But to Nate's point, when I got a $40 million quarterback that I'm paying and I got to make sure that he's upright as much as I possibly can, I need guys to be solidified in their spots. I need that tackle to get all the tackle reps, that guard to get all the guard reps. And then in the event that somebody gets hurt, we'll figure it out then. But when we do all this bouncing back and forth, this whole position flex thing, it's, it's, it's becoming the new way for teams to kind of cut cost 
to try to find multiple guys in certain situations. Pref- but Precision it, flex is only for certain positions. And I see where you're coming from, Jess. You don't right and left tackles are totally different. They That ain't position flex. Your guard and maybe a center can have that title. Like slot corners, they are who they are. They, you either got an elite one or you don't. You, you get what I'm saying? Now, you may have a safety that can be a, a position flex. But I'm with you, Jess. All these things you're trying to say, it's a difference. It's a total difference than sitting up in that slot and then running outside. It is a total <laughs> difference. Mm-hmm. Tackle, when you go over the left tackle, which that young kid who played right tackle for us, realized he dancing over that right tackle. Oh, yeah, I can go over here and play this left tackle. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I'm with you, Jess, yeah. 100%. All right. Well, just because we mentioned him. Are you going to let us get word to a break? Will Hernandez is signing with the Cardinals. Okay. So. Well, that, 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 that's, that's been the norm. That's why <laughs> when somebody mentioned him, I was like, wow, really? Y'all going to tease us like that for real? Speaking of, they actually have signed some guys since the last time we talked. We will talk about that if it makes you feel any better or not. Yeah, rookie our, signing cards is better. Our good friends <laughs> at uh, Panini uh, gave us some cards that will open a little bit later. And Will Smith. And that's a bread shop. A what? Oh, that's Panera. It is. Yeah. Panini is a type of sandwich, though. Oh, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And then uh, we'll talk about the whole, the whole Will Smith. Did y'all all see the Will Smith thing last night? Did you see it? In no, my I didn't mind. see it. I Jesse, it. Jesse put it out there, but I ignored it because I'm like, man, I don't. And then this morning. I, I thought it was fake. That's a letdown. And then now it's. I mean, he took a, he took a, a slap, letdown, boy. Mm-hmm. That's a letdown. All right, let's talk about all that and more when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. 
So AT&T is giving everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back. Hanging with the Boys presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings and youth camps. Registration is now open for Dallas Cowboys football. Dance Academy and Little Miss Camp save 25 bucks with early bird pricing when you register by May 9th. Camps are available at AT&T Stadium and Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash Academy to secure your spot today. And since we uh, were talking about that in the break, we might as well <coughs> come out of break talking about it. Coach McCarthy is not at the owners' meetings. Is that a big deal? I don't, was it I don't watching some so. quarterback? Uh, he, yeah, what are you doing? He, he's supposed to be out scouting. He's, yeah, if he's out scouting, that's yeah, more important. I mean, what's more important for us, him sitting in some rules meeting or him out looking at players. Players. So I'm, I'm fine with him not being there. I mean, you don't worry about overtime in the playoffs because you ain't in the playoffs that deep. So you, you go find some players to get you in the playoffs that deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm being honest. I mean, I mean, y'all. it's hard for me to criticize the Cowboys, but, man, if you don't go out and in second, third, and fourth, and fifth, and sixth round, and seventh, I would add, and all of your extras, trying to find an offensive lineman or two that can help you win games, that, that it, it ain't going to be no good anyway. I think Nate wants them to sign an offensive lineman in or two or three least, in yeah. rounds two through four, five, six, <laughs> seven. Yeah. They, they don't have, free don't, undrafted. Ain't, ain't, ain't when you have free agents that you lose a year before you get them – the next year, you get some picks for them. Yeah, we got some compensations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. compensatory picks. Have they announced those yet? They have. Yeah, we have two fifths. I think it is two fifths. Mm-hmm. Next year, when we get our Panini cards, it mm-hmm. should just be full of offensive rookie linemen. <laughs> Cowboys should be overrunning with them. And it, do you find it interesting that he McCarthy said he's taking more? He's getting more involved in the draft this year <laughs> than he ever has. <laughs> Think there's a reason for that? Why do you think? Why are you laughing? <laughs> because man, they set my boy up, man. Mm-hmm. He, my boy is in trouble. He's in trouble. He should be in Florida with the rest of these jokers, man, and doing those boring meetings in the daytime and sipping my ties at night. But they've they've backed my boy in such a corner. They have pinned him in such a corner that now he has to actually. He, he has to make sure all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed, and Kellen Moore is not stabbing him in the back, and Dan Quinn is not getting a competitive advantage on him. and, and, and who, who he, he not, man. They just Quinn hired, will be the coach the next two years. They, they, they just hired what? Who, the shot in yeah, what, what do you think about that? Mike McCarthy will be the coach in the next two years. Don't don't worry about it. Quinn is not going to be the head coach. How much you want to bet? What do you think Peyton about them hiring the Because you know he's, he's – they're bringing him on board to help the offense. Wouldn't that be McCarthy's? That's, so, and that, that's the thing that's so funny to me. Like, this thing is all screwed up. This thing is it's all screwed up, man. You, you, you thought that boy Wonder Kellen Moore was going to be the next thing since sliced bread. That turned out wrong. Then you thought I, I thought Mike McCarthy was going to come in and be able to put his offensive stamp on the game. Well. When he got here, he realized that they still wanted Kellen Moore to be there, so that didn't work. Now they're together, and they realize that together they can't work. So now they have to bring out an outside guy to try to help them with the passing game. Like anytime, anytime you need to bring in another guy to specifically work with an area of your offense, that means you're deficient in that area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you bring in a guy who 
he ain't been that good. <laughs> You're bringing a guy who hasn't been that good in that area overall in his career. So this thing is just it's just it's just all making for a disastrous season. And I don't fix the Cowboys already, they, brother. How? This, this is a position they filled. Right. They, they did have McAdoo there McAdoo before. McAdoo did but. it last year. So what that position, what I've, what I've Thank been, you. Thank you. been told is is it looks ahead and starts doing a pre like – like starts looking like, say, for instance, you have a, a Sunday-Thursday game. They're looking at the opponents ahead to help the offensive coordinators get somewhat of a game plan together before they have to go – Deep. So, so he's a planning deep. guy. Yeah. So let me look. Let me look ahead, ahead for the Cowboys. No, no, no. No, no. We'll be so employed McAdoo here next was year. It last year. He does <laughs> offense and defense. Just letting you know. Let me look Coach ahead for the McCarthy Cowboys before you be crush here. them at hiring someone because they did have McAdoo here, here last year, and McAdoo got an offensive coordinator job. Simply put, for Carolina, put your offensive line together. I don't know who the wide receiver coach is. Improve the route running, and you should be all right. Okay. All right. It's simple as that. <laughs> it it's simple as that. It ain't, but it, it is. Okay. It is. You, okay. The Giants are getting better. Is it Commanders? I don't want to pronounce yeah. it. Mm-hmm. The Commanders Good for you. have gotten better. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia, every time I try to dog them, it seems like they in the playoffs doing better than everybody thought. So our – our division has gotten a notch better, but not that much better. So you still should win if you improve your offensive line and your route running. Oh, you're you going to win the division. Right. That's not- 51% is what the odds makers have it at, is what Kurt said. Stats guy. <laughs> We're going to win the division. It's 51% yeah. to, to win the East. But that part. I'm telling you, man. And then what? And if they can survive with this, number, this first place schedule – and win and come out even, win the division, win every division game, maybe lose one, and come and, and, and break even. But how do we get better with, like, that's the question. Yeah. Like, how do we get better? Fix your offensive line. How? I mean, is that just hiring new guys? Because you know Tyron's going to miss a few games. You know, the only one you can truly rely on is Zach. How old is Zach now? Probably 20, 28, 29. Yeah. Get close to that line, isn't he? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, man, it ain't hard to fix offensive line. How do you fix but it? But I'm going to tell you, but you got to be willing to do something. You got to be willing to do this He's one 31. thing. He's 31. He's 31. You got to be willing to do this one thing. Your offensive line can be fixed like that, but you got to be willing to do this one oh, thing. Oh, I can't wait to hear mm. this. Run the ball. <laughs> What if your line can't block the run? They they, they will. They will. I, the 49ers, Guy McIntyre, Jesse Sapola, Big Wallace, a couple other guys I can't think of their name, they wasn't physical, get after you, kill them guys, but they had, they had running backs just like this Tony guy that we have that can get outside, that can do a whole lot of things. So they built their offense – Running the ball that same way, they build, anything can work. You got to be willing as a coach and as a coordinator to say, okay, these are the guy, guys that can get outside, guys that can quick trap, guys that can move around. We can cut the defense here. We can cut the. De- you got to be willing to put that in. You got screen game. You got to be willing to put that in. And Tony Pollard and Zeke will flourish. But if you're not willing to put that in and give it a chance, 
and you want to drop back and throw the ball 45 times, you better be ready to spend some money on some offensive linemen that can do that. What gives you any confidence they will make? The, I mean, they have they've had Tony Pollard for three seasons, and haven't done much with him. I mean, but can it, we believe that they're going to change? This is where the, this is where the rubber meet the road. This is where you take it, you know, and throw it against the wall, baby. You either going to make it stick or you not. So I mean, you got to fix it, fix it, Rich. I mean, no, Rich ain't with us no more. So, <laughs> so even you know, okay. How do y'all feel? How do you feel? It seems like this is the typical Cowboys offseason lately. You don't sign anybody. You you let guys get away. You let the dust settle, and then you go pick up the pieces that are kind of laying around the league, right? So they kind of did that this year. They signed – I mean, obviously they franchised Schultz, and you signed your punter, which is Nate's favorite signing of the offseason. That's defensive. That helped the defense. That helped Quinn. Believe it or not, laugh if you want to, but that helped Coach Quinn. And you, you let some other guys get away, but then you – you signed. Uh, who did you lose besides Amari? Where you where your heart broke? Who besides Amari? Who who did they lose? I'm that? not real happy about Lyell. I mean, I think he was. You I lost think he still got a lot. You lost Randy. Mm-hmm. Um, then you replaced him with with Dante mm-hmm. Fowler. Fowler, and you got the other guy that were about the same amount of money. Is that a, a comparable? I, I'm I, asking. I'm I saw. Know. I saw Nick had a stat where. Uh, who'd they sign? Fowler and who else? Uh, they re-signed Watkins. Yeah, somebody before. Dorrance Armstrong. Armstrong. Dorrance Armstrong. I think Dorrance and and um, Randy, if you look at them the last, I think it was last two years or last three years, the number of snaps and the sacks, the pressures, the tackles, all that, pretty comparable. Yeah. You're, you're, I think you you were betting on Randy having a full – healthy season, which he hasn't had. And I think everybody just, from a fan perspective, loved Randy and wanted to see him succeed, and I think it was a good story. I don't know if on paper, I guess we'll find out. That's your pet, Cats Dorrance. We'll find out if Randy goes to Denver and balls out, and then maybe everybody's super sad. But, I mean, on paper, it's kind of it's kind of swapping out parts. You got two guys for the, for the price of one. So That's the Nick Eatman theory. Two yeah. guys for the price of one. Yeah. yeah, and that's Jerry said that several times. It sounds like in his his press thing this morning is that they they wanted to spend money on it was you know just more guys you know instead of spending a bunch on throwing a bunch at Amari throwing a bunch at Randy they wanted to spread it out a little Which bit. Which that kind of goes with what they've done forever. They don't sign the big name splash guy. They don't spend a lot of money on one guy. Well, they spend it on their own. I mean, they did spend yeah. a lot on Amari. They did Fix. spend a lot on Demarcus. Yeah, on Schultz. Line. Schultz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fix. Your offensive line, your receivers have to run better routes, and the quarterback has to get the ball out of his hands. That's all you got to do. So I'm serious. And run the that's, ball. I love how that's a lot. You simplified it so easy. That's a lot. If we just let Nate keep talking, that fix, list will get you longer. You got to fix the three longer. biggest parts of the game. Receivers got to get better <laughs> offensive line. No, I running say back. better running. <laughs> Do you not like C.D. Lamb? Do sure, you not like C.D. Yeah, yeah, Lamb? Yeah. Okay, we say he has to get to the next level. The only way he gets to the next level is, one, become a better route runner. Two, put him and help him become that guy so we'll know within seven games. We'll know. We'll know. But if you're dropping back 45 times, throwing the ball, and you ain't got no offensive line, you'll know something else, too. That could be over there. Well, we just, yeah, but those are big-ass 
A S K. I was gonna be like, <laughs> I like that. You could have put those two words back to back yeah. and leave the K off, and then put the K off. I'm telling you, the things that you're mentioning are they're not small. They're not small things to fix. They are simple things to fix. They are simple things <laughs> to fix. And they, like, you know, Two you know, through seven. You know what's simple to fix. <laughs> that's like saying cover better. You know what's simple to fix. Like simple to fix like, hey, guys, we, you know. We need a long snapper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, guys, let's, let's get better on third down. You need a like, kicker. So yeah, you mean yeah. to tell me that to this say, young kid, CeeDee Lamb, can't run better routes? You, 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 he can't work on being a better route runner. Right? No. We all can work on it. That's, work that's on simple. Y'all, you agree that that can be simply mm-hmm. made. I can, mean, games will help him do that. Can be. Okay. Yeah. It, it will be. But let's not forget, I have a strong feeling Michael Gallup won't be ready for week one. Or week okay, two, that's, that's or cool. Week three. I think Michael Gallup is going to miss probably four or five of the next okay. uh, of the opening season games. At that's least cool. four or five games. I just have a I have a gut feeling that he's going to miss about four or five games. So now you don't have the next guy in line. You don't have Amari, right? You don't have said Wilson, who was kind of mm-hmm. your your fourth fifth receiver, right? You don't have a dynamic tight end. So now you're saying, C.D. Lamb, not only do you now have to learn how to run routes, but now you have to learn how to run routes with the number one corner on you and we shade that safety over top of you because there's no one else on this roster that we are afraid of. James, uh, uh, James Washington, he's a decent player, but he's going to have to get acclimated to the offense and have to find his way in the system. Um, so, Kurt, no, your even guy, more. Noah Brown. Kurt, I mean, not even Noah Brown, more. Uh, is what Turner should you here? be thinking about? Mm-hmm. What all these problems this dude talking no, no, about, I, I'm just, what I'm, should you be thinking about even more? Fix your what? Offense. Yeah, but Nate, if that was a, if that was such an easy fix, everybody would do it. It's not an easy fix of it's just plug and play fix. guys. It's an easy fix. How? You can't just you plug go like- out here as an offensive line coach, Coach Filver. You go out here as a as a scout up under Will's direction, and you go and find those guys. They can be found. Now you put a scheme together. They can be. It can be done. I've seen North Turner do it. He came in one year where we was in disarray with this Shula guy, and then the next year we were killing folks. Now, I do agree with you on the scheme part. That I do agree with you on that. But nothing has indicated that they would make that scheme change because they hadn't done it. It's easy, though, Kurt. Is it? Is it? I hope you're right. All right. Well, that's up for debate. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll see when the season Rounds two through six. I took away a round, Shannon, for you. You said uh, seven. Keep he's seven. gone you keep seven. four to five to seven to Well, six. now he found out we got two compensatory <laughs> picks in the fifth round, so he yeah. got back off seven. Yeah. So, all right, let's take our last break. When we come back, we're going to open up some football cards, Next and we're going to talk about – office lineman rookie cards. We're going to talk about violence on the Oscars when we come back <laughs> on Hanging with the Boys. Man, Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly... Just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. 
Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a tea. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Welcome back. Hanging with the boys. The People Show. We got to get back to that moniker. The People Show. Never been said it in a while. Anyway. All right. Enough football talk for today. If the People Show was there, I need a room in New Orleans, people. (laughs) Hit up Jesse. Hit up Jesse. Jesse needs some help. I bought dinner. I bought groceries for the house. I might even pay a light. I might even pay a light bill. Whoa! <laughs> Rooms that high in New Orleans. Rooms are that high in New Orleans. <laughs> like, what's wow. up surrounding cities outside, like 30, 40 minutes away that I can probably drive to? Uh, probably Slide L. Um, Slide L. Baton Rouge is only like a, a little bit over an hour, I think. I might have to do Baton Rouge or something. Nowadays, you just fill someone's uh, tank up with gas, gas and mm. it'd be you like, better off paying right, the lights at my house. And we're going to open some cards from uh, Panini here shortly. So, all right. Oscars last night. Who watched it? Me me and Jesse, I think, were watching. Were you watching live, Jesse, or did you see the replay? I was at I was at the University of North Carolina. <laughs> you were at basketball game. celebrating. I was celebrating the win over St. Peter's. So, yeah. You made that. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not in, like, your blues today. Your your UNC blues. Oh, I, you know you're in bright red. Yeah, because it, it was so cold. <laughs> it was so cold. Was it at home? Oh my god, it was like 30 degrees. It was so cold. Oh. And so I just threw this on because it was easy. It's traveling through the airport. And he wanted to be seen. Nah, I just was easy. Nobody missed you. <laughs> Nobody missed me. Nah, I mean, I'm so much for that color. Nobody missed you. Oh, that's, that's Mr. Forfeit Long walking through the airport. Whatever it takes. I, I like being recognized. <laughs> I get you perks. We know. We know. I, we know. We can't Nate, do you nothing. Are, he likes no. Upgrades. Let, let's just say this Nate's first. the opposite of you. No, Nate is not the opposite of me. He hates to be recognized. Nate loves the perks, though. Oh, yeah. Like, don't 100%. make no mistakes about it. Like, he just don't want you talking to him. <laughs> I verbalize it. I ain't, too fr- I ain't too proud to beg. But this joker right here. Listen. You're talking to Nate. I don't know if you were on the show yet. You may have been, but I don't know if you were here that day. Nate drove five hours to Houston to go to a dog show to watch pit bulls, King Corsos, and like a dog show. <laughs> I'm getting drove, a, it's a Connie Corso. I'm, I'm getting a Connie Corso next uh, in two weeks. Are you really? Yeah. So what? What oh, man, little man, going to do? You have to bring him up. Oh, here. Bones? Yeah. What Bones going to do? Just sit there, and be like, wow, Lunch. really? He's going to be like, I mean, he better assert himself. 
<laughs> Start peeing around the house. No, he better not. So anyway, Nate goes down so there, anyway. drives, what, four hours, four and a half hours, five hours, gets there, sits down, somebody recognizes him, starts chatting him up too much. Nate's there, what, 20 minutes? Gets in his car, drives straight back to Dallas. <laughs> this is the same person who drove to Mexico to see a man about a dog, and the dog wasn't there. Like, Nate's, Nate's a wild character. But, but like, I know. Why did you just didn't move? He jumped to Florida for lunch. <laughs> yeah. I get. See, I get all that. But like, going to an event and somebody talks to you for 20 minutes, and you're like, okay, I'm done. I can't get away from this person. I'm leaving. How about I'm driving back to Panini Dallas. Rookie all right, let's talk about the Oscars. So last night, I was actually watching it. Live, mm-hmm. I don't didn't watch much of the Oscars, but I happened to catch that part. Chris Rock, if you've been living, if you haven't tuned been into social rock. media, yeah, <laughs> been under rock. Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's uh, wife, about at, saying something about she was starring in the next GI Jane because she's bald headed. Well, mm-hmm. apparently she's been going through some health issues with propecia or alopecia. Alopecia, mm-hmm. yeah. Propecia. Isn't that what you put on if you're going bald? That's the opposite. Yeah. My bad. Sorry, I just screwed. I screwed the story. We're, so- up. we're sorry to those who are suffering. Anyway, this is what happens when I try we to tell the, the story. We are the people show. We love all I'm people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Even those who are suffering with alopecia. So he he's, he starts laughing. Will Smith starts laughing, and his wife is not amused. She's to his his left, and the camera cuts away, and you can tell she's. Not happy, but comedians tell bad jokes all the time at these kind of things, and you just laugh, and or you don't laugh, and you just mean mug, and then you go on. Well, all of a sudden, the, the camera is back to the far away view, and Will, you see him get up, and he walks on stage, and I thought it was all an act. I thought it was a joke. And he walks up. He walks straight up to Chris Rock. Chris Rock's like, oh, wow, and then slaps the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah. And then... Walks off stage just casually. Chris Rock doesn't act like anything. He just takes it and is like, I don't remember exactly what he said after, but he just took it in stride like no big deal and and just kind of went and Will on. Will Smith yelled out from his seat, Yeah, keep my wife's mm-hmm. name out your bleeping mouth. Yeah, twice from what twice, I heard. Yeah, Because the delay was like a good 20 seconds on mm-hmm. TV, and it like had some weird jump cuts and angles and – and, and then they show Will. He was like screaming, and you're like, okay, he's probably yelling profanity. And then, so I, I don't. I thought it was fake. I did too. I thought it was totally fake. And then all of a sudden, the CNN reporter was there, and she said she saw an angle that you could hear him getting hit. And now everything that's coming out today is like it was a real deal. And hmm. like I, like we were talking about, like what would you do, like if you were Chris Rock, like. I just think he didn't know what was coming. Well, I, You're at the Oscars, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I thought he handled it well, considering where he was. And uh, Nah, Will Smith would have had to show me if he was really Ali or not. Like, he would have had to show me that. Like, he would have had to show me. Because <laughs> he open-hand slapped Are the Williams sisters' daddy, that mean? He had to he but, <laughs> but for Chris Rock, you're hosting or you're, that segment or whatever, the mm-hmm. part of the show, Presenter, the show yeah. you're, you're doing. I just didn't understand the fact why would you just stand there with your hands behind your back? Like, so that's the part that at first I was like, that's got to be fake. Because if a man begins to walk towards me with the kind of, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't say Will's walk was aggressive, but it looked like he was trying to get somewhere in a hurry. Mm-hmm. In a moment of time where you're not supposed to be on the stage with me, after I just made a joke about your wife and visibly saw her face change, I saw you laugh, but I saw her face change. Mm-hmm. And you just stand there. Like, at least, I'm not saying that, you know, Chris Rock should have hooked off first, 
but at least a little like like hold on like what's up like you know you come a little bit too close or back up or something you just stood there and just and just took it that's why you got to go out and draft some offensive linemen <laughs> How does that fit into the story? I'm just saying, keep, keep. You know. what, what what I will say, and, and this, there's a, there, we talked about it off air, and 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 the old heads are bringing the open hand slap back. You had Jawan Howard do it a couple weeks ago uh, in the tournament uh, at the end of the season. Now Will Smith open hand slap somebody. Like you have to understand the history of the open hand slap. Give it to us. So the history of the open hand slap, especially in the black community, right? The open hand slap is one of those things where I don't want to hurt you, but I want to send a message to you Mm -hmm. because there has been some sort of disrespect that has been displayed here. And count this as a warning shot. And most of the time, if you've been open hand slapped by a black man, there's probably been a warning, a verbal warning before I got to that point. There's probably been somebody said, all right, now that's enough. I didn't heard it. That's enough. And then the open hand slap is basically, it's 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 super disrespectful. Yeah, it is. It's super disrespectful. Like spitting on somebody. It, it's because, mm. and I don't want to say this and sound like crazy, but like where the open hand slap came from was from like the the pimp days, mm-hmm. and it was more so like you know you would open hand slap a female, and mm-hmm. and that in that culture. So it's like if I open hand, if a man open hand slaps another man, is like super disrespect. I'd rather you punch me because mm-hmm. now you got a little bit more respect for me if you punch me. So that's where that whole thing kind of really came from from the from the from the pimping culture mm-hmm. of a slap. And so if you get slapped, it's like I don't want to hurt you, but you've been disrespectful. Most likely after a warning, now I got to put hands on you, and the next thing that's going to come is a full out butt whooping. But this is just to let you know I'm not playing with you no more. That That's the culture of the open hand slap in the back community. So I'm glad that it's coming back because some people in the day and age that we live in now, I don't promote violence, but y'all just can't be saying stuff that goes unchecked. I just think rounds two through six. <laughs> get you some offensive linemen. We need some open hand smacks. We've been, getting, we've been getting open hand slapped. Deacon Jones was one of the few people that was a professional in an open hand slap. Deacon Jones. Was he? Did anybody ever open hand slap you on the field? I know you used to hear stories about Michael and Dion slapping each other in the head, like in the helmet. Mike used to right be, out of the gate. Mike used to be it, it, it tap some ear holes with that one. <laughs> Mike, used, yeah, Mike used to say he would just yeah. go ahead and write his fine yeah. check before the game when he played Dion because first play he was smacking Trying him in the to head. hit him, yeah. <laughs> Same with uh, Big E. Big E was good at that. Open just, hand just to the open hand, hand to the helmet, slapping people. But they would say like Reggie White used to like cause concussions. Yeah, mm. yeah. But Reggie wouldn't. He wasn't. Re- oh, he was clubbing. That's the thing about it. Reggie wasn't trying to hurt you, but he was just such a tremendous human being. To did they outlaw that when you were still playing? No, the hip toss. No, no. the head slap. Yeah, they did. yeah, because you could bust a man eardrums. Mm-hmm. But Shannon, let's move on, man. All that okay. violence. All right, our good friends at Panini. Chris, focus in on that that box have sent us a few boxes of cards to open. Kurt, I know you're a big uh, – used to be a baseball card guy, right? Oh, yeah. Kids still still into football cards and stuff? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it until before the show. Nate, you're a, you're a football card guy, right? Yeah, but, but who, who – uh, go ahead on, Shannon. I'm sorry. This is uh, 2021 Illusions NFL trading cards. You can find three autographs and two memorabilia cards per box on average. So we're going to open these up. Jesse, are you a, are you a football card guy? Mm-mm. No, not at all. 
But if I can sell them, I will be. Do you, do you want to participate in opening some? Absolutely. Though? All right, here we go. Should we open these up with like gloves or stuff 10, like that? Probably, but like, we're not. Is there any bubble gum in there? There's two. Dude, these cards get expensive, right? There's two. I yeah, so. I'm not sure there's how much these gum. are worth. There's two. For I don't. You. I don't think they have bubble gum. There's two for me, and then there's two. Need some bazooka. There's so two for Chris. Let's open these up. Yeah, we got two for Chris. Oh, that old bubble gum. I love that. All stuff. right, here we go. I know there's a there's a way. There's people that actually do this stuff Ooh. on social media. I go first. So. Okay. Right. Go to Jesse. Oh, Jesse, go ahead, buddy. I got. Do them like this. Do them like this, and then. Yeah, I am. Oh, you got Tom Brady. I got George Kittle. Okay, I don't think that's a rare though. No. Oh, that's I got Jalen Waddle. Is okay, that we're doing one at right? a time here, bud. Yeah, one yeah. at a time. Is, is I'm doing yeah. it right. Do it on me, Chris. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna show you how to do this. Watch. All right, Tom Brady. Who we got there? Who Gage. Kyle Pitts. Oh, Kyle Pitts. But that's not the money card. Dami Brown. Oh, ooh, this one's backwards, so this is a good one. I got a sorry. Ooh, there we go. Mac Jones. Jersey card. Ooh, Piece nice. of jersey there. Nice. All right. Look at you. Already making money. Making money. Who's next? Oh, I got. Who is this? I don't even know who this is. Let's see. All right, I'll go again, Chris, since nobody can see me get it together. Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, that's sweet. But that's a that's a that's a Patrick Mahomes. That's a common. That's sweet. Jamar Chase. You just named out some great guys. I don't care what. what. Kellamond. Mm. Texas A&M. All right. So I got who is this? Kani Ingangu. Running back from. Oh nice. That's a good piece oh. of the jersey. Look at that. Got a piece hey, of the uh, number. Signature, signature on that too. Oh really? Signed. Is he any good? I don't know. I also have this one, too. I have this Mystique card for Chris, Elijah Moore. Chris, we're going to open uh, we're gonna open yours for you. This is for you, Chris. Now you geeked up. I got a big Hey, Chris, get this Jacoby Meyer, man. It's a signed one. Jacoby Meyer, signed, brother. All right, here you go, Chris. Yeah. Are these painted? Are these in special? Derek Carr, baby. I'm going to Derek Carr. Oh, yes, what you sir. got? Here comes your money card. Money yeah. card is always the second from the back. What you got? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, dude. What? How you Turn pronounce? Around. Oh, you already got the sign one right there. Yeah, I got his second one. I just have. Oh. Yeah. All right, here you go, Chris. Who we got? Travis Etienne. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Travis Etienne. Carson Wentz. They already got him in the. Oh, they got him in the Colts jersey. Uh, Devontae Smith, and then money card. Javante Williams. Tar Heel. Rookie card. Tar Heel. Go sign. Look at that. Autograph. Can I have that one? You can. I'll trade you. All right. I don't have any sign ones. Look here, man. Patrick Mahomes. It's fancy. That's cool. Yeah. Zach Wilson. Those might be worth something. I think Jalen Waddle. They were the last one. one. He'll be You think Waddle going to do something? Maybe. Uh, You got Tyree Hill next to him now. Yeah, he should do something. So I got Stephon Diggs. All right. Mm. I got Action Lamar Jackson. I got Najee Harris. And then my card, I have a Najee Harris, Jerome Bettis, rookie idol card with both of their jerseys on it. Oh, that's wow. nice. I like that. I'll trade you this guy for that. That's not, that's not <laughs> No, even, I'm going to tell you what's sweet. Not even trade at all. A clear it's shot, not, man. Not even trade. And better than all them dudes that are named. Barry Sanders. If we could, get, if we could find this guy, <laughs> oh, yeah. this would help the Dallas Cowboys tremendously. <laughs> In rounds <laughs> two through six. <laughs> Back it up a little bit. And then there. I got this king of cars, Josh Allen. Wow. Oh, that's there. nice. 
Yeah. No autograph, no jersey, so though. No. And I got a bunch of regulars, and my my money card is blank. But I got the yeah, future. Look here. Point. I got the future. Trevor Lawrence. I got the future, baby, and it's clear card. They mm. they do that, Kurt, so you, you can't feel cards in the in the shop and tell which oh, one's got the good ones okay. in it or not. Right. So. That's pretty cool. Thank nice. you, uh, Panini, for letting us do that on the air. Our good Next partners time, send over some food at Panini. Yeah. <laughs> Nate wants some bubble gum in there. So that, no, that was fun. You. Very nice. That was fun. I, gotta, I need to hit my card guys up and say, are these worth anything? Yeah, we'll check it out. So thanks for letting us do that, Panini. Awesome. That's it, fellas. That's it. Time to go. Right. Kurt, to open up one box of paninis. We'll do some more after the show. We don't okay. want to bore these people. There you go. <laughs> no, this is a really like this Nate, is a really go. go to YouTube and oh, watch I know. people, people unbox this. this stuff. I mean, there are That's thousands and thousands of people who There's, sit there and watch unboxing. There's tic- TikToks that do nothing but go through yeah. cards. So and let me say this right here. Simply two through six. Two through six. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. If you're in New Orleans and you got an extra room. Holla at your boy. I need a room for Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to call trailer, 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 trailer parks on us. <laughs> yeah. Trailer park Trina, holla at me. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. <sighs> William, thanks for keeping the live streams up. We will be back next Monday. Keep your hand closed. On the People Show. <laughs> Hanging with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about